Hello, Rebecca Lee here, and welcome to another preview of a bonus episode from the new How the Fuck series. Um, this series can be found on patreon.com slash howthefuck. It's a new series where guests come on and talk about the topic of their choice. In this episode, I chat with actor, comedian, filmmaker, director, Lilan Bowden. We chat about learning a new language, and specifically, we talk about how to learn Chinese. So this episode is... How the fuck do you learn Chinese? With guest Lilan Bowden. And right now you'll hear about the first 15 minutes or so. And then to hear the rest of the episode and also watch the episode as there is a video element as well, you can go to patreon.com slash how the fuck. So enjoy this bonus preview. Hi. Thanks for Hi. joining me. Thanks for joining me. Uh, okay, so we are going to talk about how the fuck do you learn a new language? How the fuck do you learn Chinese? Just anything surrounding learning a new language. The first thing I want to know is why did you decide to learn a new language? Great question, Rebecca. Um, so pretty easy for me. My family speaks Chinese. Um, so I want to find out once and for all what my family members are saying about me while I'm there. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, your immediate family or extended family, everybody? Um, yeah, my immediate and extended. So my my ethnic makeup is I'm I'm half like white anything, um, just the European mix mix. And then I'm also half uh Taiwanese Chinese. Mm. Um Taiwanese to be specific, um, but there's a lot of overlap in culture. Um and, uh, and, and Taiwan has like a very interesting and rich culture, depending on who's, who was occupying the island at the time. Wow. <laughs> so, um, so my mom's side of the family, they all speak Taiwanese and they all speak Chinese. Um, there are a couple of exceptions. Like I have an aunt who is um, from China, so she only speaks Chinese. And my mother's parents, when they were alive, my um, ama and my akong, um, they only spoke Taiwanese um, for the most part. But for the most part, most people, in my understanding is most people who are my age who live in Taiwan speak Chinese. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why is that? Because we'll get into a little history lesson here. That oh, please. I would love to learn. I would love for your listeners to go ahead and fact check me as we do this. Um, but um, first of all, Taiwan is very close to China. So um, like uh, proximity wise, there's just like a lot of shared culture. But secondly, mainly because during the um, the, the Mao Zedong revolution, um, Mao Zedong was um, battling Chiang Kai-shek. So Mao, Mao Zedong, like uh, the communist leader in Chiang Kai-shek was the like, mm, I don't know, democratic leader or, or non-communist. Right. Thing. So um, Mao won, as we know in history. <laughs> um, so Chiang Kai-shek fled to Taiwan with his, with his followers from China. Um, and that, and uh, basically was like, hey, we're here now. Um, and, um, just like what all just like became 
in power in Taiwan. <laughs> like, I don't know how you negotiate that or how that happened, but um, basically set up like a different, um, different standards in schools and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and said, hey, now we're gonna be learning Chinese um, as our main like language. Um, and Taiwanese is, is very interesting. Um, it's like Taiwanese is like kind of like, I don't know, I, I've gone down some like, you know, internet threads on uh, like or, or wiki pages on this. It, it's like, it, it's, it's called Hokkien is another word for it, which has origins in like different parts of China. And mm. also it's like a mix of, um, has, a, has a mix of Japanese elements too, mm. because before that, um, Japan occupied Taiwan. Um, this island has been occupied. <laughs> Before that, the Portuguese. Like, really? Um, yeah, like uh, another word for Taiwan is Formosa, which is, um, I believe, a Portuguese word for beautiful, but I'm going to check that right now with the internet. <laughs> so wait, is Taiwan independent of China, like yeah. government-wise? Yes, but depends on who you ask. Um, oh, interesting. Like for most of meaning, I just want to make sure I'm giving, uh, I'm giving your listeners the, yeah, beautiful island. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So here's a funky <laughs> thing. Great question, Rebecca. Um. Yes, Taiwan is independent of China, but China uh does not like to think so right okay an extremely sensitive and topical issue right now um china has been really emboldened um to uh uh make some like kind of uh like power moves um mm. recently um, so I, I, I don't know if you've been seeing in like your news feeds, like I have too. And I wondered if it was just news cultivated for me because I'm kind of interested in that stuff or if it's just out, but like, um, like China is like encroaching power on Taiwan, um, because they consider it a one China. Um, Taiwan does not consider themselves part of China. <laughs> They're like, we don't know her. Uh, <laughs> really awkward because like the U S I believe like is also involved in this in this mess too. The US like um like would it like it would back Taiwan, I right. think written down somewhere, but like it's messy and doesn't want to, so it doesn't want to remind China, you know, it's like a whole thing. <laughs> right. Wait, what's the capital of Taiwan? I, I don't what is it? Taipei. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know enough about uh the government of china and taiwan so everything you're telling me right now is pretty much new information um oh, yeah i mean i couldn't know unless like i didn't have family like who you know or if my mom didn't like talk about this and um and if it wasn't just in my personal interest you know because right. it's like complicated and like really confusing <laughs> well wasn't shanghai independent or wasn't there a city in China that was independent of China until recently? Hong Kong? Are you oh, was it Hong Kong? Hong Kong, that's a that's also kind of like, um, that's a stressful situation. Because I listened to an NPR thing talking about like, there were a lot of protests going on. Maybe it was Hong Kong yeah. because like China wanted to take back control of the city and the city didn't want that, but it was, but I, and butchering whatever happened right now. Um, You're 
right? Um, or, or somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just Googling Hong Kong right now and, and, and what comes up is like special region of China. <laughs> yeah, like I think it was something separate and China's trying to take it back or did take it back rec- within the past like a couple of years, I think. Uh, it's been super messy. I mean, all through the pandemic, there's been some like really like scary um, power moves again that the government like has been trying to, I think like especially during last summer too there were a lot of protests for independence mm-hmm. um that like had some pretty scary crackdowns i mean this is just from the news articles that like showed up in my feed um but and all um, your family is all your family there or are they in the states now or where are they my my some of my family is in the states and and um the rest of my um Chinese family is in taiwan are they like safe and yeah yeah i mean you know for now for now i mean like in a pandemic lens taiwan is the safest country to be in truly truly yeah living their lives you know like taiwan and like what new zealand are just having the time of their lives just you know they're like no tourists just us like there's no covid cases and um just connecting with friends who have had family members that went back they're like, you know, they, they've just got a really great, um, like, uh, they had a really great handle on it and a really great system. So if you were flying in, they'd quarantine you for 14 days, they'd feed you three meals a day, like they put you up, and the meals were delicious. At least that's what I was seeing on Twitter. <laughs> that is how it should be. It should have been. Uh, I it's think so New Zealand did something similar to that. Yes, I believe so, you know, and look where they are. Great news. So, okay, so um, Hong Kong was a, became a colony of the British Empire. Okay. So it was British for, and then, I mean, wow. I mean, this is, you know, we could, we could spend, I know. you know, like so long, but yeah, it's pretty wild. Like it's, it's pretty strange, like having an American perspective, you know, like you, if you talk to people who are Chinese and Taiwanese, you know, of course there's like a lot of really, really, um, uh, intense opinions, you know, I don't really want, like just really like, like, like strong opinions, you know, because yeah. um, it's, uh, like a pretty tenuous situation. Um, but in the meantime, I'm just trying to learn the language. <laughs> okay, so what's Mandarin? Mandarin is a um, is, is is Chinese is a form of Chinese. There are two main. There are so many different dialects of okay. Chinese. Um, the two main Chinese languages are Mandarin and Cantonese. In mm. my perspective, okay. again, scholars get in here comment below or however (laughs) whatever makes sense um but so mandarin is what is spoken in beijing um cantonese i believe is what is um spoken in like hong kong for the most Mm, part mm, mm. um and uh in taiwan you'll the the most common language you'll hear spoken is mandarin or taiwanese okay also known as hokkien okay so then you're learning which of these? I'm learning Mandarin. Okay. And why did you choose Mandarin over Cantonese? Well, no one in my family speaks Cantonese. Oh, uh, so they all speak Mandarin. They all or, speak Mandarin. or Taiwanese. And or Taiwanese, yes, correct. Um, my generation is more familiar with Mandarin and less mm-hmm. familiar with 
Taiwanese. My mom's generation, um, and I'm, I have the just like keyhole perspective of my family alone, you know? Yeah. Um, this is what I understand. My mom's generation, um, at least her family, more familiar with Taiwanese than Chinese, but can speak both. Mm, okay, so like the, the younger generation speak more Mandarin. Would you say that, and you might not have an answer for this, Cantonese is for an older generation or just a different region? It's a different region. Just a different region. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Are they similar? Are any of them similar? Um, Yes, they're very similar. Um, So you're probably familiar with the phrase gung hei fat choy. No. Like for, okay, I don't know. It's it's the the more, like that's how you say happy Chinese New Year. Oh. It's in Cantonese. Oh, that's what we like learned in school is like gung hei fat choy. And I was like, so disappointed to learn that it's like, oh, it's not even Mandarin. That's not even what my family speaks. Um, I, I've never heard that phrase before. Oh, here you go. This is, this is a day of learning. Wait, say it again. Say it again. Gung hei fat choy. But I don't know what the um, pronunciation is. Um, but in Mandarin, it's gong shi fa tai. Okay. Okay. So, if I was talking with my family and saying Happy Chinese New Year, which is just Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or, or Lunar New Year, um, it would be Gongxi Fatsai. Okay, so how far in your language journey are you? Have you how long have you been studying? Oh my gosh, Rebecca. Um, so um, when I was a kid, I spoke a tiny bit of Taiwanese because that's what my um, grandparents would speak with me, but I didn't learn it fluently like um, all my other relatives. You know, okay. I was just in American school. And so it was really basic, like, where's your mom? All right, you hungry? Okay, let's eat. <laughs> like just kind of that stuff. Um, so when I was in college, I wanted to see if I could take classes in Taiwanese, but Taiwanese is um, not as common of a language as Mandarin. So um, they said, well, well, we offer Mandarin here. And I said, I'd love that. And, you know, like Mandarin is a more useful language because I can go more places with it. Mm. Um, so I started in college. I took two years. I thought I knew everything. Went to Taiwan um, for like a month uh, after graduation, realized, oh, I know nothing. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you've had that experience where it's like, oh, I've been taking German classes. And as soon as you like drop in Germany, you're like, I don't know anything. Which oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Like I took four years of Spanish, like advanced level Spanish. And I, nope, it's gone. I, gosh, nope. same with French for me. I went to France and I, I took it in high school, went to France in college. And I was like, I got this guys. And like immediately the first thing that was ever said to me was like, um, Je ne comprends rien là, which is, uh, I don't understand anything there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it easier for you to understand Mandarin or speak Mandarin? Right now it's easier for me to speak it actually Mm. because understanding like, um, like I have to translate my head. Right. like it's not it's not intuitive like where um when I was learning Taiwanese that, that felt a little bit more like I could just hear it and I could know you know um like and the more I'm around people who speak Taiwanese the more it comes back to me mm-hmm. um even though I never was fluent um but for Mandarin like the gears are hard at work <laughs> the gears are so hard at work so if I can speak I can have a little bit more control of what's happening but if I'm hearing it like I'm constantly like uh like like man, man, eat the end, which is please a little bit slower. Oh, okay. Because it just goes too fast for me. So I've been like trying to train myself um, 
by having conversations with friends who are fluent and um, listening to podcasts online. I bet and that's really helpful. A, a lesson each week too. Um, so when did you, okay, so you did it and you studied it in college. When did you pick it back up after college or have you just been doing it little by little since then? Little by little, like um, I did a Rosetta Stone for a little bit. And once the pandemic started, I was like, oh, I could take like an online course. You know, I have the time now. And uh, so I start. I've been taking online courses since the pandemic started. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I mean, they say like to really get it, you have to like, just be around people constantly that are I speaking know. it. Yeah. Like I realized like, oh my gosh, one conversation with my friends um, and one lesson a week is not enough. I have to be like watching some Chinese TV every day. Mm -hmm. I need to be listening to Chinese podcasts. I just need to be hearing it, hearing it, hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it do you know if it's like on the harder side of languages or on the easier side of language? Cause I've, I know there's like a spectrum of like how quick the brain can pick up new, like a specific new, like some are easier than others. Cause you don't have to like conjugate as many, um, words into past and present and things like that. Do you know if Mandarin's like on the more difficult side or the more easy side? Thanks for listening to that little preview of the new bonus episode. How the fuck do you learn Chinese with guest Leilon Bowden? You can hear the rest of this episode as well as watch the video on patreon.com slash how the fuck.